Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast featuring the Crop Doctors. Good morning from the Mississippi Row Crop Short Course in Starkville. Tom and I are here with another one of our Short Course Platinum Sponsors from New Day Precision, Mr. Vaughn Cohen. Vaughn, good to see you, man. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me. We appreciate you taking a few minutes away from the the meeting and the show to come over and, and sit down and visit with us. So why don't you just take a, a couple minutes and tell folks about New Day Precision, what y'all do, and the type of services that you offer for growers in the Mid-South. We uh, started out about, uh, I think this is going to be my 16th farming year, uh, or servicing farmers. And uh, we started out just uh, back with basic calibrating meters and uh, Keaton seed firmers and grew on through the, uh, through the years with, uh, you know, start with the 2020 monitor uh, where you could actually visibly see what was going on in the planter. And then we moved to, you know, more control products like hydraulic drives, air pressure, control and air pressure uh, on your downforce. And, uh, and then as things evolved, we went to a more higher speed of hydraulic downforce. We have just kind of grown along with the company. Uh, I started one year before the 2020 come out, which was in 2006. It has, it's been a great ride. It's a very, very passionate company that worries about return on investment. We just uh, have continued to evolve and grow with them. And the hydraulic downforce was a great thing. High speed planting also came along about that time with the V-drive motors, V-drive meters. Um, and now we're, as, as we're getting in the, the last two, three years, we're getting into more of your, your fine tuning things as such as smart depth, smart firmers, smart firmers that read, uh, soil moisture, soil temperature, your CECs, they read CECs, organic matter, whether or not you got too much trash in your, in your V open, uh, from your, that your planter creates. Um, to being able to control that depth through smart depth um, on each individual row. And then uh, multi-hybrid, it has actually been out for six, seven years, but we it's been a little bit hard to implement because of seed varieties and knowing what to place, what hybrid at what, in what specific location. It's, it's been a great ride and we just uh, we keep adding employees and being able to grow and uh, we built a new facility a year and a half ago which we're really excited about so yeah it's uh it's been a great deal. Where is that facility located? Um, it's on Strong Road just north of West Point. Okay. Um, you just turn off a of 45 and we're right there about a mile and three quarter down there on the right hand side. So the multi-hybrid system that's multi-corn hybrids? Is that anything, anything you feel like you would need corn, soybeans, cotton, you know, we're not sure on yet, but, uh, whether or not that would be an advantageous, but, uh, to the farmer to uh, have a return on investment. So that system gives somebody the opportunity to plant more than one hybrid or variety at, at the same time. Yeah. So what, so what essentially what it is, is you, you've got two hoppers, whether you got three bushel hoppers or you got a central field commodity planter. Um, there's different ways we can configure it, but say for one example, you're in the top of, of your, your, you got sand on the top and you got gumbo down the bottom of your, of your row. You can plant a hybrid that does better 
in the sand, and you can plant a hybrid in the same row that does better in the gumbo down or the heavy dirt down the bottom. Or pivot under versus not having a pivot, inside and outside a pivot. Uh, another place we see that it might be um, with refuge. Having one side of it in refuge, the other side, you know, planting your non-refuge corn. Do you feel like the tools that y'all have to offer, are they, do they work better for corn or soybeans or do they work a little bit for everything, you know, cotton included? You know, I'm going to say that uh, corn is where we've gone as a company. That's where it's been the big thrust. But uh, we're starting to see some value in direct placement of soybeans. We, it's a little tough to singulate a soybean, but can we lower our populations with soybeans? Um, can we put them in the right environment with smart depth better in the moisture so they pop out of the ground quicker? Um, cotton, um, you know, with our shallow, with shallow planting cotton, um, with our smart depth, um, it is, we can dial it in. We can make tenth of an inch increment adjustments. So, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a big tool. And it's reading the moisture and the temperature. And then what you do with that product is you set a minimum and a maximum on your depth. And it plays in that field. Or you can just go manual. And the reason I even ask that question, I always tell the folks that work for me, now, you know, corn is such a highly engineered crop. You see the, the seed companies talk about the seed placement, seed orientation, and, and then the, the leaf orientation from the seed placement after it comes out of the ground. So that was why I asked the question. It just seems like I associate that type of stuff with corn more so than soybeans. And then, of course, what you said, the seeding rate plays into that big time just with the much lower seeding rate with corn compared with soybeans. There's a lot more opportunities yeah. for shifting stuff around. You, you know, it's interesting that you even bring up the, the subject of corn orientation. I mean, it's, I, I think in the future that that might be something we need to take a look at to really dial things in. It's, so. that's a, a fascinating thing. When you hear, when you hear the folks that know about it, talk about it, uh, it's a really fascinating area uh, to, to hear them discuss. We were driving by a lot more fields or I am in the last two, three years and we're having more of your leaves that should be shading the rows more into the rows. They're, they're following along with the rows. It, it seems like we're picking up more and more of that. Now, I don't know if there's a yield disadvantage yet, but, uh, you know, when you talk of the, the point of capturing sunlight uh, and shading the rows for moisture retention, what are the values? Well, the day, you know, number of days from, from zero to 100% light interception, you know, that's a big, agronomically, that's a big, a big thing. Well, and just utilizing all these precision-based technologies to conduct research that's meaningful to get some of these answers to address that, because you, you've covered a lot of things there, and that I wouldn't say that precision planning technologies are in their infancy. Obviously, they're not, because you mentioned 2006 was when you'd gotten the first 2020 um, meters that you'd looked at. That's, um, that's important to consider that we've, we're starting somewhere, we're moving in a direction. I think there's still a long way to go with some of that technology. It's, it's going to be an interesting ride yet. I think there's a lot of products and a lot of knowledge that we can capture yet. What's a good starting point, Vaughn, for somebody that, you know, wants to begin to use precision planning system of some sort? What's a good first entry into that 
arena. So the the biggest thing I would do um, is I would start out with, uh, you know, if you're wanting to go something really simple manual, I would start out with a regular just getting your meters calibrated, getting an E-set, which was a retrofit into another meter. Um, And then the next step would be just put a basic 2020 monitor, seed sense monitor on that planter so you know what's going on. Along with that simple kit comes three way pins that tells you what your downforce is. It comes along with 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 a, a ride actuator in a little module on the side of the row that tells you what the bounce is, whether you're going too fast, too slow, plus the singulation. You can pick up errors in hex shaft in your chains that are rattling or, or you know, something that you could plant your entire season for with and never realize that there was a problem there. And that 2020 monitor will beep at you and say, look, driver, operator, owner, you need to get out and check this out. You're going to have a, a greater view of what's actually going on behind you. Does your stuff retrofit to most brands of planners? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Case, John Deere, um, Kinsey. We also uh, are partners with um, other bar companies that just build bars like Harvest International out of Storm Lake, Iowa, Planner Works out of Wilcox, Nebraska. Um, these are great people that are starting to build custom bars where you as a farmer can just come to New Day and say, okay, I want this product, this product, and this product on my new planner. That's the ones I want. I don't have to go grab a, my, uh, go buy a brand new planner, take off that stuff, and put. we can just do it custom right from the get-go. Awesome. Well, Vaughn, we appreciate you taking time, man. We certainly appreciate New Day's sponsorship of the short course. Hope y'all realize some benefit from the meeting. Again, we appreciate you coming over and and sitting down and visiting with us for a few minutes. You know, we appreciate the relationship with Mississippi State and and imparting some of that information to us because I think that's important for us, even from a research side of things and even within extension to, to be more up to speed on some of these technologies as we move forward. Yeah, it's it's every year it, get, it just keeps getting a little bit better. As far as from a, our, our a vendor standpoint, the, the volume of traffic into my booth is has increased dramatically, especially in the last five years. And thank you for making that possible for me. It means a lot. And I will continue to be a proud sponsor of the short course. Well, man, we certainly appreciate that. We'll let you get back to your booth, Vaughn. Thanks, man. Thank you all. Thanks, Vaughn. The Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast is a production of Mississippi State University Extension.